0: Say, Erman next one view. next one one next one next one Say, you a superior man is contented and composed. Mm-hmm. An inferior man is pathetic. I'm Chris. And I'm Steve. And we are Inferior, inferior Men. Men. All right. How's it going? It's going good. Do you do you have phrases that you live by? Do I have phrases yeah. that I live by? Not really. Like, I don't have a set thing. You don't have anything written on your wall? I, I do not have, like, a credo that yeah. drives me every day, no. Why, yeah. do you? Um... No, <laughs> but uh, at Great one, start.
1: at one point in my, in my life, mm-hmm. I definitely, like in high school, I definitely had, which was, I don't remember. There's so many, you know, like fall, jump in a net. It'll appear. No, nope, I said that wrong. Oh, like, Jump in a net. Will appear.
0: Do you mean, like, cheesy ones, yeah, too? Like, yeah. well, re- like reach for the moon, because if you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. Star. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've always kind of gone by work hard, but it's never really... You've gone by... It's never it. paid off. The credo, work hard. <laughs> just
1: work hard. That's not a credo. Why not? That's just...
0: You're just... Just work hard. What's, <laughs> what more is there to do?
1: I, I go by the credo, <laughs> eat breakfast. <laughs> I actually don't eat
0: breakfast all that often well so.
1: that's mine not yours <laughs> don't eat breakfast how do you feel about people who do that they have like on their walls they have all of the all of the sayings
0: oh like where they have all they're like the live-laugh-love people exactly okay yeah. like they need that like mm-hmm. affirmation yeah they, they need a up daily up reminder to be happy yeah they're just crazy They're crazy people, right? they're crazy people. <laughs>
1: how about how about older people like if you're above 60 is it okay?
0: Yeah, because you probably just forget.
1: <laughs> my mom has on her wall, you are the icing on my cupcake. Oh, boy. Which isn't even a credo.
0: No. What's that even mean, and who's she talking to? I think she's talking to me. Like, Does she give it to about. you, or she just has it no, on her wall, just, And you just it's, assume it's about you? I think You anyone, assume that you're the cupcake?
1: Yeah, well, she calls everybody cupcake. That's why oh, she likes okay. it. Uh, but it's kind of creepy. She also has, like... My nephew's artwork on the wall, and then there's a saying that's just like a, a child's imagination is like pure gold or some shit like that. I don't know. It's in cursive, so
0: I can't, I don't really read it. My mother loves those sorts of things as well. Yeah. And my, my sisters will buy her like the framed, mm-hmm. uh, the framed like canvases, or, or the stretched canvases, I should say. Yeah. And they always have like, a mother is. Like here's a definition of what a mother is. And she'll get it for Christmas, and then she immediately bursts into tears. And she never hangs them up. She just like puts them away in a Why closet. Why does she thing. cry? Because it's it's just so touching to her. Oh, okay. The, the, the saying it's like a, a yeah, mother
1: yeah. is kind. Yeah, a
0: mother is kind. Another. How do you feel about? Nurturing.
1: Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about bumper stickers?
0: Um, I mean, you pretty much know who you're running into once they get out of the car, don't you think? With a bumper <laughs> sticker like, and it's always very like it's politically polarizing. You're either gonna get some bleeding heart liberal or some diehard conservative yeah. coming out of that car. It's never really down the middle, except if you have those weird like coexist people who right. have those bumper stickers, right. and then those are the people that you're just like. Ah. You know, they're <laughs> yeah. You don't really meet a person who you're like, not gonna have a good conversation with them, right? You know, you never
1: meet a person who's like, oh yeah, that's just ironic. I have coexist because they believe that they're not like I thought it was funny to put coexist on my bumper.
0: It's ironic. <laughs> yeah. It's just ironic because you know when it really ca- if it comes to like you know brass tacks. I'm not really gonna do anything. And go fuck themselves all of them. Uh, so yeah, we've had a few people writing into the show. Uh, they were just curious. Why are we inferior men? Sure, uh, it, it comes from a, a Confucius saying, which is the superior man understands what is right, and the inferior man understands what will sell. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's where that is where our title came from. Yeah, uh, and you know, just to give you guys, if you're new to the show, a little bit of background. Steve and I both came from uh, business backgrounds of failure, mm-hmm. and we're here to kind of share our experiences with you, talk a little bit about the business world as it is today. Even more importantly, give you advice yeah. on your own business adventures, and hopefully, uh, wrap things up every day with a nice, a nice little, m- nice little moral. moral, a nice
1: little credo you can put yeah. on your wall. <laughs> oh, a nice little credo you can hang up onto your wall.
0: Uh, and every every credo that we make on this show, we will hand stretch on canvas, yeah, and they will be available for sale on our um, photo bucket website. Sure, okay. I'm I'm gonna tattoo
1: the credo every week. You're, you're just gonna get an a tattoo. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you know, like the 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 tiers that people get. Each tier,
0: you'll have a tier, and each one will have the credo forever. in it. In the in the tier, it'll have the credo in it. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like defecate too much of my body, so I'm just gonna do a tramp stamp, and then every week just have it covered up. By like the new credo covers up the old one, nice. and I just keep doing it every nice. week. I think that's probably the best that's
1: and not just business to go back to we don't just give business advice we give failing advice
0: sure yeah it we'll, can be whatever <clears throat> we will help you along your path whatever failure. venture you're going down <laughs>
1: we'll be there with you as it burns
0: influence i mean every now and then we will accidentally give you some decent advice um yeah but i think we'll have a lot of fun together um and so yeah let's kind of get started here yeah uh, so first off uh we we have a nice segment on the show called our business review. Mm-hmm. Um so we want to check out YoPlay Hui. Okay. This Now this, did you have this recently? Uh I haven't had it yet. Okay. So it it just came out um and so this is a the headline YoPlay just launched a French yogurt. It's called Hui Hui. A French-style yogurt based on a recipe that the company uses in France. It comes in a French made glass pot. And at $1.50 costs about twice as much as regular low yo play. Yeah. So if you've never heard of French yogurt, join the club. French is not actually a category, said a spokesperson for Nielsen, which tracks sales of just about everything you can buy at the supermarket. I think the closest option we have is Greek. So what do you think about this? I mean Well, I'm
1: looking at it right
0: now. Okay. It, it's a cute little jar.
1: <clears throat> it comes in a little cute little jar. Hui.
0: Right. I mean it seems like a major marketing ploy greek yogurt sales have dropped yes yeah, so now 2. we're going to 8%. french yogurt so now we're doing french yogurt yeah, but yeah. it's essentially the same thing except they're culturing it inside the glass individually. now we means we, yes yes yeah it means yes yep um uh, but they're just saying it's basically greek yogurt that's created within the glass jar itself i mean i think that it's major marketing uh if the the president of u.s yogurt at general Mills said that uh you know, it's it's made it's authentically fresh French because it's produced in the way the French farmhouses made yogurt 150 years ago. Which is how um, shoppers associate French with high quality, care and attention to food, and great taste. Yogurt marketing is
1: so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yogurt specifically, right? Like I get I get Siggy's yogurt, mm-hmm. and because it's like less sugar, more protein. But like a lot of thought goes into yogurt marketing, and it's just. It's just yogurt. <laughs> it's it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Yeah. And like when there's mm-hmm. less sugar and more protein, there's something else wrong with it. You know, like right. everybody was uh, doing the Greek yogurt fad, the trend, and then right it's, about, it's bad for you in a different way.
0: You know? And about seven years ago, Greek yogurt kind of hit big. Yeah. Uh, and that actually made sense. It was a sea change because the health, you know, the health perspective of it, there's more... Less calories, more protein, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't it high in sugar. It's lower than regular yogurt, though. Ugh. So it's it's health. It is actually healthier for you. But this French take on it is just window dressing on on Greek yogurt. Yeah, uh, and you know, put it in glass. It kind of makes it seem like it's fancy. It's gonna work. It's gonna It'll work. work. It'll it's work. It's totally I mean, gonna work. Gray P- Gray made people believe that their mustard was of higher quality just by putting it in a glass yeah. jar instead of like a squirty tube, right? Whole Foods is gonna charge it for like three dollars easily uh, yeah it says a dollar fifty but there's no. no way oh no you'll never find that anywhere yeah uh, is there anything more ridiculous than yogurt marketing i mean it all seems kind of ridiculous to me don't marketing you think? in general in general it's kind of ridiculous especially when you're just putting a dress on a pig mm. i mean this isn't a new product mm-hmm. we're not talking about like you said it's just yogurt there's so many different types of yogurt all you're trying to do is differentiate yourself in a crowded market now i'm just thinking of a pig dressed up how do you dress up a pig differently? Yeah, all right. Uh, Tesla building <laughs> Tesla's building the world's biggest lithium-ion battery, yeah. in Australia. So Tesla is teaming, teaming up with French-based renewable energy company, Neoin to build the world's biggest lithium-ion battery in South Australia by the end of the year. Tesla won a bid to provide a power pack battery with a capacity of 100 megawatts or megawatt hours, which will be based in uh, Jamestown, South Australia. The company says the battery will be charged using energy from nearby Hornsdale Wind Farm and will deliver energy during peak usage hours to help maintain supply across the state. Mm. Just like another another feather in Elon Musk's I, cap. Yeah. Like that guy. He's gone crazy. He's done everything. He's a mad scientist. Everything. CEO of Tesla. CEO of SpaceX. He's the first CEO of PayPal. You know, he, he and his brother, or I think it was his or roommate, they created, uh, that's how he made his first, like, millions, was, like, creating uh, travel guides for, like, the Sun Times or the Tribune and the New York Times. What does he look like? He looks kind of weird. He's it, a South, he's like a, a South African, uh, white, yeah. white South African. Oh, mm-hmm. this dude. Yeah. Yeah. He,
1: he, he sounds like, the name Elon Musk is out of sci-fi. It sounds like a sci-fi, like he came from the future.
0: Yeah, he should be the man leading the charge for colonization on Mars, like yeah. Elon Musk.
1: Like he, you know, in like 2012, a portal opened and Elon Musk came out of it mm-hmm. with ideas. And yeah. now the ideas are coming. It's it's the future
0: now. Yeah. And he's like, Elon no, this Musk. is what we're doing now. And he's already like made his money. He's just, he's murdering it. Would you buy a Tesla? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it'd be so cool. Yeah. Why not?
1: I just, I would too, but there's got to be something wrong with it. <laughs> right? It's too good to be true.
0: Why? What's wrong with it? What I don't would, know. What would be wrong with it? I
1: don't know. I, I feel like it's not going to work.
0: <clears throat> Are you waiting for that moment where the Tesla battery explodes like a Samsung Galaxy? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's on the highway with a Tesla and it's just like, he has like, <laughs> he has a button. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. He oh. has he has the button that I, will just simultaneously blow up every single car. He's
1: just in a lair uh, with a bunch of cameras watching yeah. every person driving yeah. the Teslas, and he presses one button, mm-hmm. and all the cars automatically get single file mm-hmm. and
0: just drive off a cliff. <laughs>
1: And that's how, or they
0: all drive into a triangular position Uh so that they're just far away enough from each other for each blast zone. Yeah, and then like doors locked, you can't get out of the car. It's just going somewhere, and then they're gonna go to all the Tesla cars drive to large population centers and just explode. Yep, and that's how he takes out Russia. And that's how he takes out Russia. And Mm -hmm.
1: then we'll be on to him, so he switches it up somehow. He makes he makes all the cars join together to make like a Megazord. A Megazord? Yeah. Because he knows that aliens are coming to destroy Earth because he came from
0: the future. That's that would be great. Like he's just slowly unwinding. Like as he like all of these like ambitions weren't to like push science and drive human curiosity. It was just his own like nut job. Like he just yeah. becomes L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah.
1: He wants he like could you imagine Carl, like Carl the accountant, driving to work, and all yeah. of a sudden Elon Musk presses the button to make everything a Megazord, and he's like, "Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, all right." He's like, he's like the right arm of the Meg- Megazord. He's like, "I'm, I'm Carl. <laughs> you can't. I don't know how to operate um, it.
0: Yeah, could you imagine, like, all these people in their Teslas, like, forming an arm, and they're all just looking at each yeah. other, like, "I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's, I don't know. I do don't you know, know what's going on? Like, I, why, I don't know. Why do we need to be in here? I don't know. My cell phone stopped working. The radio's not working. I don't know what's happening." I think it's good stuff though,
1: <laughs> but something's got to be wrong. It can't. He can't be this good, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that was kind of one of his things too. That was like the big uh, controversy with Tesla when it first came out because he was getting such an insane amount of money from the government.
1: He was getting.
0: Yeah, he was getting like billions upon billions of grant, like you know, billions of bi- billions of uh, dollar grants yeah. from the federal government, and people were like, "Should we be propping up?" Private companies like this, you know giving a hundred billion dollars to Tesla because yeah They're researching a renewable energy, but they're not like that money's just gonna go into his pocket and go It's it's a you know, it's not it's not a loan from the government They right. were giving him money because he was like the closest right. with to the technology.
1: How how what is his net worth? Do we know that
0: I would I'd venture he's Elon probably Musk. ten to fifteen billion Net worth. Here we go.
1: Oh, oh. He's the youngest billionaires. He's on. He's number twelve of the youngest billionaires on the Forbes 400. His net worth is two point four billion.
0: Oh, okay. That's not too bad, though. That's not too bad. <laughs> what are <you> talking about? <laughs> I love how like you can quickly like start like you look at the billionaire list and some guy has like. 75 billion and then elon musk has two billion and you're like oh i guess he's not that great yeah you know it's like holy shit that is insane right. amount of money
1: all right so here's here's a hypothetical here's a yep. hypothetical uh god comes down and mm-hmm. is like chris i'm gonna give you one more life yeah but you have to make 2.4 billion dollars <laughs> or you're going or was. straight to hell. straight to hell i mean i would
0: be would i would you, do it would you take it uh oh you start as a baby or i could just go to heaven right now forever uh i suppose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah no i suppose all right so let's just say i don't have a choice yeah he's, he's like g- he's got a gun. he's like i'm giving you a second life you're like I- i'm good he's like no, no no i don't think you understand i have a gun yeah i don't think I you a, understand i have a man with a gun in the other room
1: <laughs> you don't have a choice <laughs> you're getting a new life
0: we're and starting it over You again. have to get two point four billion. To. You have to, but you start as a baby. But you know the whole time. But you like know, it's the whole like it's like burned inside your head. Yeah, I think you would probably be able to do it. Well, what would you do? Is the question. I mean, you would just be a robot, right? All you would care about is making money, making as much money. You would, you would care nothing about relationships. Yeah, you would just be a robot. But yeah. that's basically what a lot of those guys are. Yeah, that make all that money. Sure. They're not like human beings. They're just like really. Crazy people. Yeah. Like Peter Thiel, all that stuff. Like how he, you know, his whole thing where he was like funding to take down Gawker and he just has like his little personal battle. So he's like, I'll just hire yeah. as many lawyers as possible. Or to it's like, like, take people out. Mark, Why not?
1: Mark Zuckerberg is like, it's so ironic that he made Facebook, but he's like the most socially paranoid, anxious person in the world. You know? Right. Like he's got
0: no social manners at all. Mm hmm. Speaking of which, Museum of Failure, I don't know why it's speaking of which, but Museum of Failure, uh, what can we learn from history's uh, worst designs? Yeah, so this is a Swedish museum, I was reading this. It's a Swedish
1: museum of all of of the failures, which is perfect for this show.
0: What do you think about the museum itself first? I love it. I love that idea. Do you think it's like, but this guy is... I can't wait for the day that it closes. I know, because it's certainly...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the ultimate it definitely thing. will yeah like then what do you do with yeah. all that junk <laughs> I
0: don't know I now don't know. it's like what do I do with this empty Coke 2 can it's not is like, this museum grade Coke 2 can um, but yeah I mean the guy's like well you know he was fed up with success stories he's saying that you know we can be we can learn a lot from the failures and that's why he wanted to set up this museum but is that really what's happening here I what mean, do you mean I don't think it's I don't think anybody's going there to learn a life lesson yeah yeah I think they're you're going there to It's a PR stunt. He's just saying that. It's for regular people to go to mm-hmm. to make themselves feel to make better. them feel better about themselves by show. seeing like oh see Steve Jobs failed once. Yeah. It's not about like, you know, Bill Gates isn't strolling through there to get a little pick-me-up. To get a little like, yeah. you know, oh, you know, I need a little inspiration. I'll go to the museum of failure. It's not like that. It's it's a freak show. It's it's Coney Island of of business. Okay,
1: so this is the perfect example, and it, it's it's it relates well to our show. The mm-hmm. Kodak DC forty, this bad boy. Okay, was the f- world's first digital camera, right? <laughs> uh, the DC forty. It was a commercial success, of course, right? Because it was the world's sure. first uh, digital camera, but. What happened is that it's, it helped spearhead the techn- technological revolution, but it led to Kodak's own bankruptcy because they got money from people printing the fucking photos.
0: Uh. So they <laughs> shot themselves in the foot. <laughs>
1: So it, the quote is: Kodak insisted on using a business model that made money when people develop or print their images. Then in two thousand twelve, they went bankrupt because no one prints their photos anymore. They were ahead of everybody, but they were rigid in their business model, oh, wow. and they just fucked up. Well, see, that's awesome. It's so funny. I mm-hmm. love that shit. I love that's that great. shit. I I I would love to see the the day that they walked in the office and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> We've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> pretty neat camera though
0: right yeah it's like the day like uh it was like the day uh photo booth or Picasso was there Flickr came out and they're like shit oh fuck fuck <laughs> and like just as they just as they realize that like 15 tractor trailers show up with like photo paper and they're like where do you want us to put this and they're like we don't know we don't know <laughs> we don't fucking know Ugh. <laughs> they all just start doing heavy drugs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, great. Uh, some fun headlines for uh, this week. Uh, we are going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, so don't go anywhere. And we will be right back. Silverfast Yachts, the most advanced yacht available on the market today. Available in silver, Silver is Zveralda, and Silverfast. It raises the yacht to a whole new standard. The asking price is only $90 million. But if you go to BurgessYachts.com, you can save 5% today. 5% on $90 million. Do you like aluminum hull superstructure boats? Do you want to cruise the seas at 25 knots? Well, you can with the Silver Fast Yacht from Burgess Yachts. This yacht can be piloted by anyone with a near-coastal captain's license of over 1,000 tons. Do you have an international license? Congratulations. You can find yourself at the helm of a silver fan. All right, all right. All right. Uh, let's take it to Leland Heppelwhite from Elmira, New York. Uh, Leland writes, I think my business partner of three years and friend... Uh, of twelve years is skimming some money off our profits. It's not a lot. It's not definite, but I've seen some clues. Should I risk calling him out and ruining a great friendship and a business that is still paying off very well, dis- despite the missing cash, or just let it go? Just let it go. Yeah. What? I don't know why you would let it go. <laughs> nah, it's just a lot of money. It's just just skimming money. You off know the what? Top. Let it go. Well, I mean, I would say, <laughs> yeah.
1: There's somebody. There would be like walking into your apartment and you were robbed, and you're like, nah, it's I'm fine. A, I'm going to let it go. I'm not
0: going to wear the call of the cops on this one. <laughs> it's not worth it. guy. This guy's, your friend is only, you know, breaking law. Do you know where that money's going? Is he paying taxes on that Just money? Just let it go. Just let it go. You could get embroiled in some sort of like tax fraud. Just let it go. Just be frozen and let it go. That's a credo
1: for you. Let it go. Mm-hmm. That's what he lives by. Yeah. I don't, well, well how much money do
0: you think it is? He said 3% off the top? No, it just says skimming some money off our profits. Hmm. So, Well, if it's like, you know, uh, 20 bucks. I don't know. No, I think I would say something anyways. I'm not sure how much Leland's really involved in this business. If he doesn't feel like he can he can be aware of money disappearing and then mm. not say something to his partner.
1: Leland, you got bigger problems.
0: Not only like that, then. your partner's doing a horrible job if it's that well-documented that you know that they're skimming money off the top. You're aware of it. There's enough clues. Yeah. And yet you're not like, hey, so there's like a lot of money missing. Stop doing that. Could you could you just stop taking our can money? Can you stop doing like, that? We, we're partners. Can you stop taking more, more money?
1: Well, please? and if it's like embezzlement, and he knows about it, but doesn't say He's something. He's going to jail. He's going to go to jail too. Needs- <laughs> See something, say something. Say something. Put that on a pillow. Yeah, Leland. <laughs> what What would you say? Say we were in a business, and I was I was I was t- pocketing money off the top.
0: I how- mean, I would confront you right away. Yeah, but how would you do it? I mean, I wouldn't. There's no reason to yell, but I would be like, hey. <laughs> I'd be like, hey. Would you take me out to like lunch or breakfast or something? Yeah, or would you call me on the phone. No, nah, we could go out to like lunch somewhere. Right. Yeah. And then I'd be like, "Look, here's the thing. Like I know. I know what's going on, Steve." That
1: would be the f- before we ordered, you would say that? Uh,
0: I would wait until after we ordered. Yeah. yeah. And then that way I'll say it to you while they're preparing the food and uh-huh. then we have to eat in yeah. silence. <laughs> and you just stare me down <laughs> and we don't have anything else to say to each other. Yeah. Cuz like it's starting to get heated and then they're like who got the fajitas? And you're like, oh yeah, I did. And right. then, like, we're sitting there and it was just like, and we're just eating sizzling fajitas at Chili's. Wow, we can't really say anything. Uh, for- uh, and I, I'm, I can't <clears throat> eat. I'm, I'm ridden with guilt. Yeah, you're not very hungry, and I'm just like just eating like 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 I, like it's my last meal like I'm a starving dog just eating those those sizzling fajitas If
1: you were if you were stealing money this is how I would do it okay I would send you a letter in the mail <laughs> like a spineless that just says meet me at my place what 9:30 on Saturday and you would get in and the door would already be open but it's like all dark all the lights are off mm-hmm. and I would be and you'd be like Steve. And I'd be in a swivel chair with I would find a cat. I don't have a cat, but I'd find a cat. And I'd be like, Well, well, well
0: And then I'd then you then we would just go about it like we like I did it at Chili's.
1: I'd be like, Well, well, <laughs> well And Look then Look what the cat
0: dragged in. <laughs> Look, dude, stop stealing money. Yeah That's how seriously, I Seriously stop stealing money and then I'm like, All right and then You're like you want some fajitas. No,
1: I'd be like, Okay, you can go home.
0: Yeah. I'm like, do you want to go to Chili's? You're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the that's moral, Leland. Just tell him. Tell him now, yeah, or you're you going to lose wanna, more money. You may want to say something just to you know prevent you from losing money, going to jail, losing everything you ever worked for. Um, and best true words of advice is d- stop being friends with people you're going into business with. Let's talk about yeah, this Tyson. Yeah, let's jump into this headline, because I think this one's pretty funny. You found so, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one is Tyson will test gas as a gentler way to slaughter chickens. So the system being tested, known as controlled atmosphere stunning. That's what they call it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) CAS. Yeah, what a PR term. Well, let's
1: not call it. Let's not call it gassing chickens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they just like, they're like, they're they they they're just, it's just swiped from the Holocaust playbook. Yeah, they're I like, know. Let's yeah.
1: just gas. Where'd you get this one, Tyson? <laughs> the Nazis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love, I, I love imagining them sitting around just being like, okay, okay, okay. We got to get this out there. We got to get this out to the press. Uh, what? How do? What do we say? What do we say? What do we say? We can't. Don't say. Don't say. Choke chickens on lack of oxygen. That's not a good. That's not a good phrase. What about controlled atmosphere stunning? I can't even say it without laughing. That's fucking ridiculous. Hey, do you do you gas your chickens? Well, we like to think of it as controlled atmosphere stunning. God damn it. But isn't I big, hate PR. PR oh, is so like great. so fucking it's such so fucking great. bullshit. All that's the time. like <laughs> that's
0: what would happen though if you had like if you had the Holocaust today, they would have shit like that. The Nazis you know, yeah. PR team? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's their PR spin? It would be something totally yeah. benign like that. that doesn't it's- mean anything. <laughs> so generally involves pumping a gas like carbon dioxide or nitrogen into the crates that the chickens are transported in, putting them to sleep as the oxygen levels drop. Animal welfare advocates, including PETA, say the technique is gentler alternative to other methods of rendering chickens unconscious, such as electric shock methods currently uh, currently common in the poultry industry. Oh my hmm. god!
1: I, I, I mean, th- all of this is ridiculous. There's mm-hmm. not a good way. There's not like a good way to kill chickens that everyone would be fine with.
0: No, reading. and I think we should think of it this way too. Every year, Americans eat eighty or I'm sorry, eight billion chickens we have we kill eight billion chickens every year do you think that like the people that work like if you had to kill that many chickens every day you don't even you don't care how you're killing them you're Uh just like just kill them like i gotta get this chicken from point a to point b Uh and from point a alive to point b dead and like whatever's gonna make my day easier i don't give a shit if i'm gonna gas it or electrocute it like my i'm the executioner here my job is just to keep the assembly line moving. So they don't care. And why should you know, why should they? It's it's from the outsider perspective that it looks bad. But if you're just running that farm, what do you care? No, I agree. you become desensitized to it, right? right? If anything, and that sucks. Yeah, you have that to sucks. hate chickens. If you had a chicken farm or like eighty thousand chickens, I wouldn't give a shit about chickens. Just a chicken slaughter
1: yeah. man going home to his wife. Like, what'd you do today, honey?
0: Yeah. What I
1: killed <laughs> about a thousand chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. We came up with this new thing called controlled atmosphere stunning. Yeah. Set your phasers to controlled atmosphere stunning <laughs> <laughs> I love this quote. And and this by the way, this article comes from BuzzFeed News, just to give them uh, props. But the the quote is, while we commend Tyson's investment in animal welfare, time will tell what this means for their birds.
0: Yeah, they also said they asked the company and the company declined to share how much it will invest in animal welfare <laughs> moving yeah. forward. They're so <laughs> they're like, well, th- obviously, what this means is they found a way to kill these chickens cheaper. They're like, oh, we can just gas them. This is like way cheaper. And then people hey, are like, hey, hey that's that's a, that's really hey Man, should we just gas them?
1: We got all these <laughs> tanks of carbon dioxide. What do we do with all these tanks?
0: Turn it on. <laughs> hey, Randy, <laughs> chickens are dying over here. Shit! <laughs> Shit! That was cheap. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> what do
1: you think they eat for lunch? <laughs> Salad. I guess. I guess steak beef. and shake. Yeah, <laughs> steak and shake. You see, you see cow slaughters. Slaughterers and chicken slaughterers like passing by each
0: other on the way to lunch. They just eat like mayonnaise sandwiches. The cow. they just really cans of beans yeah and they're just sitting in the middle it just smells like chicken shit like everything you put in your mouth tastes like chicken shit so they're like fuck it let's just eat meat sandwiches."
1: this this other quote says their animal welfare
0: program remains vague vague yeah Um, of course it does controlled atmosphere stunning vague you mean like the like the last time somebody's had a camera inside a slaughterhouse was 45 years ago that vague (laughs) because <laughs> people can't handle it. Oh, man. There's just not
1: a good way to kill a chicken that everyone will be okay with. It, yeah. But we eat it. Well,
0: yeah. So I love I love eating chicken. But even when I hear, like, how they're being slaughtered, I'm like... Ugh. I'm less concerned about them getting killed. It's usually how they're living that's, like, more concerning. Yeah. But other than that, it's like... For any... Actually, most of these farms, like, death is, like, a treat to these animals. Sure. So, it's... Wow. <laughs> Wow, you really brought the mood down. I know, sorry. (laughs) Uh, And and with that said, let's 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 do another advice. Let's go back to the mailbag. I promise, there's no more uh, Slovakian letters this week. This week. This week. Um, All right, Uh, this one's from Tim Huffman here in Chicago, Illinois. Tim, a local listener. Hey, Steve and Chris. I've been the only non-owner full-time employee working for a small family-run restaurant for about a year and a half. The owners, a married couple, are awesome and treat me like family. I really, really love my job, but it's well overdue for me to ask for a raise. I have no idea how to bring Mm. it up because I know that the owners barely take home any money and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm sorry. I don't want to have to quit my job, but I'm not sure that they'll be able to give me a raise and how we will go on working closely after that conversation. Thanks, guys. So bringing up tough questions to sure. to the management.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've ever honestly asked for a raise. Oh, really? Yeah, You've i have never asked for a raise. No, I've either gotten it or have quit. Huh.
0: <laughs> See. I've and always, like gone to a
1: different job.
0: I just always do. Every review, you ask for a raise? Uh yeah, like every year or whatever. I'm always like every annual thing. How always, do you say it? And I'll just be like I think I'll just be like Yeah, here's A, B, and C, and I think you should pay me a little bit more. Here's A, B, and C. Yeah, here's A, B, and C. Let me lay it out why I'm value. Yeah. And then a lot of times too, if you just like build your value up so that you're like where he's at, they they could understand that. Like Tim, they're gonna understand that you have a certain value to the company. Now, if you're smart enough and are you know a full time employee there, you should understand how the books work. So if you know that like asking them for a raise isn't feasible. Yeah. Then well, I think you understand what your decision is. And right? I think
1: you bring up a good point in the idea of like yeah, you just lay it on, out you, you just lay it on the table, right? Like when you have to ask tough questions to like a boss, like when I do it, I just do it as if they're peers. Like I talk to them as if they're peers.
0: Right. You know? Like, Absolutely.
1: When you're scared, you know, it's it's going to come off and you're probably not even going to get what you want. But if you walk in and you're just like
0: yeah, it's not a big deal, but it's it's also a big deal, you know. Right. I think Tim Tim's situation is different cuz he kind of understands the ins and outs of the business. But if you're working for a company where you know they could they can afford to give you that raise, you give them like a couple reasons, you say I want the raise, and then honestly, like what is the worst they're going to do? Say no, fire you. If they fired <laughs> you, what kind of garbage company would do that if you're a good employee? Right. And have have a list of reasons why you deserve a raise, and they'd be like, you know what, the fact that you took some time to think about this and your value to our company, we're gonna fire you. Yeah. Like, what kind of stupid company would do something like that? But
1: even if you know the ins and outs of your company, you still should ask for
0: what you feel is mm-hmm. deserved. Right. You I, know what I mean. I think you shouldn't just randomly always ask for a raise. Totally. But I think you, you should gotta also, have some shit yeah. to back it up. You should always have a plan every year. So if you're just like I've just been here uh, for the longest, that also doesn't mean shit, Tim. Like you need to like earn it as well. And getting raises and getting promotions based on service time means nothing because there's plenty of people that could work at a job for 20 years and they're gonna give you the same amount of work they did 20 years previously, yeah, and not grow or learn or care to. Why you know why should those people deserve a raise? So- what's what's the toughest thing that you've had to? talk to a boss about hmm I think it's usually just like bringing up it's that is less about money that's like workplace environment stuff that's yeah. like bringing I was just up, say that. that's, that's like yeah. bringing up situations of other people's business yep. where you're like I need to talk to I'm about to throw somebody under the bus right now yeah I yeah. gotta talk to somebody but I got to do it in a professional way Where right. I'm like I could I, I can't I can't say anything to this person without it being my fault for bad stuff happening. Yeah. But if I say it to my boss and just be like, Hey, like I just need you to know, like I'm going to confront this person unless they stop these actions. Then you kind of, you know, you cover yourself. That's all. You just got to cover those tracks. So there you go. I don't think you should ever throw anybody under the bus. By the way, I'm just saying. Those, no, no, those no. Are I toughest, know. Those are the yeah, toughest yeah, yeah, conversations, yeah. though, is yeah. to talk about other people yeah. and how they're doing their job.
1: You shouldn't actively throw people under the bus. No, you should, <clears throat> unless it's it's going to save their life.
0: But if you're a good team player and people are ruining, ruining the team, ruining the company, yeah, then you say something. All right, well, Tim, I don't know what to tell you, man. You got to... It's a small. You, you company. do you. It's a restaurant. First off, so how much money do you think you're really going to get out of being a, like? Are you going to manage the restaurant? What's your job now? you Own the restaurant? Are you open know. up a franchise? You of don't the have restaurant. yeah. You don't have a whole lot of lateral here because you know you understand the economics and you're hitting a ceiling regardless because it's a family restaurant. So, so I don't know how much money you're going to make at a, like a Denny's kind of restaurant. Sorry. All right. Uh, <laughs> Good fucking. Lunch. I mean, honestly, it's like the best. What are you going to do? Uh, all right. What do you think? What else do you see on there, Steve? You want to grab one of these? What? One of these uh, advice, the mailbag here. I don't see him. Oh, you don't see him. Okay. No. Uh, okay. So, Rebecca W. Yeah. From Irvine, California said My boyfriend recently quit his nice paying job to dedicate to surfing full time. Is there a really good source of income potential for the sport? Wait, say it again. Surfing? Yeah. My boyfriend recently quit his nice paying job to dedicate to surfing full time. <laughs> Is there a really good source of income potential for the sport? <laughs> uh,
1: no. I think the fact is yeah. that not the point of surfing
0: is that it's yeah. it's the opposite of, of business. Yeah. It's like the opposite of making money is surfing. <laughs> yeah. Like anytime you hear somebody surfing, they're always like ditching school, yeah. ditching a job because there's a big wave today. Like yeah. they're willing to walk away from everything. And you know what else they're willing to walk away from Rebecca? You. So I would just keep that in mind. If this dude's surfing, he you is a do like he's a wild he's a wild spirit. He's a wild spirit. He's he's gonna chase that wave, and you are such an afterthought already yeah. right now. Like, forget about like his income. You should find he's a gonna, new boyfriend. He's gonna
1: find some mermaid. Yep, and just you know, okay. make love to her on the waves and forget right. about you. Mm-hmm. I it.
0: mean, I guess rent
1: like surf lessons.
0: You would have to be. You would have to be the best surfer in the world, though. Like I you'd don't have know to have sponsorships that. and stuff like no, that. No, to be to to do surf lessons. There's, no, no. There's professional surfers, though. Fine, but that like can make money. But you'd have to be the best of the best. You like whatever his to nice do pay surf is.
1: lessons for people who don't know how to surf. You have to just know how to surf,
0: right? But you're not gonna make money off of that. No, I agree. You're not gonna make I like. Agree. Is there a good source of income potential? That's the best, right? You got surfing lessons. Yeah, is surfing or whatever treasure that's you like find. Te- but that's like teaching somebody how to. When burn. you go underwater, but that's like teaching somebody how to ride a bike. Yeah. Surfing lessons. That's what I'm saying. Great. <laughs> Good. Golf lessons. Have you ever we surfed? We all know, like, I've been to my all my friends who are golf pros, mm-hmm. who, who teach, who give people golf lessons. They always live in the biggest house on the biggest side of town. Golf lessons. Surfing lessons. Dude, that's, no way. No way. What do you think she's going to do? What's she going to do? Yeah. She should just find a new boyfriend. This guy's <laughs> totally a flake. Uh- <laughs> Surfers. Have you um, ever surfed? Uh, it, well, it's interesting. I've been on a surfboard, uh-huh. but in a lake. Uh-huh. So, like, we had a longboard once in a lake in Pennsylvania, and we were just getting on the tow rope for water skiing. And so we'd jump up on the surfboard, and we're surfing on a surfboard, getting uh-huh. pulled behind a boat, which was pretty fun, but I've never actually rode <laughs> a wave standing up. They, I, saw, I saw
1: a video or an article about how they have uh, motorized uh, surfboards coming out. And it's like a ridiculous
0: price. Like, they're only like $3,000, you know. What do you need a motorized surfboard for? Isn't Don't you find a wave and then that's well, what no. moves
1: you? Well, no. So it's for lakes that don't have waves. And what? also rich people who want oh, Yeah, you mean rich lakes. Yeah. Not like... One of those rich lakes.
0: <laughs> Not one of those swampy, nasty lakes. What do you, that's such a stupid idea. I'm sorry. That's a dumb idea. We should have reviewed that one this week. My God. You
1: know when... Uh, you know... Uh, when you go down like youtube rabbit holes yeah of course i went down one and it was like the scuba diver dude who uh would like comb the bottom of lakes for like uh buried like treasure not buried tra- treasure like legit like fishing rods and bait and shit like that <laughs> and that was like his haul for the day and he has like
0: he has like so many followers and shit like it works that shit works but he doesn't make money off of, like, selling this stuff. It's just about his quest to find, like, an old fishing lure on the bottom yeah. of a lake. And yeah. people He's like, like that.
1: check this out. I got this fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> then it works. People watch it. I was watching it. I watched it. And it was, like, 15 minutes long. He, he went down three times. And every time he would come up, and be like, all right, I got this, this one. Nice, this is
0: a nice Shakespeare rod right <laughs> here. This he, one's got a good... He's like,
1: I got a cracked iPhone. I could sell this. <laughs> what is your life?
0: So it's basically... And what is mine? I'm watching you like, do this. It's like storage wars in scuba. Yeah. Scuba diving meets storage wars. But just tackle. Tackle uh, here's, here's an old tire. That's $15.
1: I do I do envy that life, though, where you can just like... It's like a Monday, and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to go comb the bottom of a lake and film it on my GoPro.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy probably did something to make like real money before he started doing that, right? Prostitution probably. Yeah. Is that just is that like a rags to riches success story? A guy that just suddenly starts scuba diving and pulling crap off the bottom of a lake and then becomes an overnight internet sensation? Is yeah. that how you make money? Yeah. That's how, okay. There's all there's all types of ways. You should listen to that guy's podcast then cuz I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't do that. <laughs> uh, okay, have we done this one about the community farm? Yeah, we We did that farm. one. Yep. Um. here's one Dan Finch in Temple Texas my fondue restaurant has been getting terrible reviews on Yelp it seems like our business has slowed lately should I just close up shop if everybody hates me heed what Jesus. the reviewers say there are a lot of different things not all saying the same complaints they all seem they all seem like such morons help I love fondue, so please don't tell me to open a real restaurant or something. Man, she... Or Dan, I'm sorry, he... he, Here's the tough part, Dan. He's an avid listener because he already knows what we're going to say. Open up a (laughs) restaurant. Here's the thing, Dan. I know... I I understand what your last sentence was, but you really should open up like a real... Like if you just open up a real restaurant... Like maybe you should talk to Tim Huffman from Chicago, Illinois, who's working at that family restaurant too. If one,
1: to one of your th- immediate thoughts to getting criticism is to close up shop, then
0: go surf and from Yelp <laughs> and from Yelp. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's like a celebrity being like, you know, what, I'll stop making movies because Twitter's because they're mean on Twitter. Are mean on Twitter. They're mean on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's so mean. Yeah, I be like, <laughs> this soup is too hot. Well, shut it all down. Yeah, <laughs> shut it down. Well, I know plenty of businesses that hate Yelp, right? Because they it does. It works. It works. It's and, like group thinking. And people it's control, like the lemming effect. People control you and like ruin your business. And but then Yelp mm-hmm. has that weird model where you can what, you can pay them, is that correct? You can pay them to like get rid of the bad stuff. So, uh, kind of, yeah. But it's still it's just know. everybody jerking each other off. My main thing is like, if your business is like doing well, it shouldn't really matter. Don't read Yelp. The Yelp reviews. Don't say. read Yelp. Yeah, I think it's just it's
1: not good. It's like celebrities who won't read <clears throat> movie reviews about the movies because, right. and I think that's smart. I think that's healthy.
0: When I when I ran uh when I ran a brewery, we there was a app app called uh, uh Untapped on the phone, and uh, I was just. And you could just like check in beers. So it's like, you know, four square for beers, check in beers, give a rating, blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing that I learned as like a business owner who like relies on those reviews from those kind of services is that when you create a forum for people to criticize, they will. (laughs) And that's all there is to it. They will find something. They will always find a way. They would be like,
1: this beer bottle's too brown.
0: Right. And so... I, I almost understand why Netflix also jumps to kind of like thumbs up, thumbs down and not scenario like... now instead of doing the stars. Because yeah. it's like we don't give a shit about like we're like we're a big data company. We don't give a fuck if you're a three or four star customer. Yeah. What does that thumbs mean? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't care. Yeah. I don't need to like shuffle through all this extra data. Did you like it or not? Yes or no? Oh, I'm sorry, is, it, is that too hard of a question to ask you? Then get the fuck off Netflix. <laughs> and that's basically what the CEO <laughs> said, right? Then go take a walk in a yeah, park and stop so, watching yeah. Netflix. And go watch, then go watch Orange is the New Black on Hulu. Oh, wait, you can't? Yeah, yes. thumbs up, motherfucker. <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah, the the one through five scale is such bullshit. Like, what does a two mean over a three? Nothing. And then it was it was getting <laughs> well, so bad. Give it a two. But it was getting one. so bad with these fucking dweebs on Untapped because they would give it two and a half stars, and then in the comment they'd be like, "Actually, it's a two point two five because of this." And it's like, no way, you know, no way. That is like, go, there's no way that's quantifiable at all. Like, yeah. there's no way you can say this is two and a quarter stars. Like and there's a difference between two and a quarter and two and a half. What does that mean? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. They are making it up. They were going off the spectrum of what, like the of the rating system itself. And then eventually, you know what Untapped did? They're like, you know what? We will give quarters. Oh reviews. god! And they totally yeah. Just they're like, let's take the let's take all the people who don't have lives and all they do is like drink and log craft beers. And that's all. That's all their business is wrapped around. So if you want to see like the epitome of like, like nerdiness around an industry like that, yeah, Untaps the place. Together.
1: I remember like for when the theater was open, and you can do like the reviews as well. And mm-hmm. it was the star rating, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because you know, and and reviewers in general, like you want people to come review your shows, right? But it's all subjective, you know. Like there are like not there were. Not funny shows, I'm sure. Sure, but yeah, I mean, what do? You, it's always hit and miss, no matter where you go. Second city, <laughs> I'm sure. You know, it's like you might not find
0: it funny. Look, I had this comedy theater. It went out of business. I'm sure there were a few shows that weren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I had this brewery, so I wouldn't say like all of our beers were that good, but you know, we're not. In bi- oh, we're not in business yeah. anymore. No, but everybody business. was saying that it tasted like piss.
1: <laughs> we're not in business anymore. I oh, yeah,
0: I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever understand the business part of it. Reviews oh. are hard.
1: Yeah, But don't let it get to you. But seriously, open up a real restaurant.
0: You should, yeah. But yeah, in all honesty, fondue is not the way to go. Uh, you want to do one more of these uh, Let's bad do boys? one more and then do our next great idea. Okay, sounds good. Um, all right, uh, Jordan P. from Wichita, Kansas. I recently inherited a sizable chunk of money from a trust, uh, 25000 Nice. I want to invest it, but I don't want to invest in something boring like a mutual fund. What would you suggest? Well, I mean, like, you could do anything. Like, if you're just like, I, I'm going to take this money and just play with it. <laughs> I would put I it, mean, that's put it I, in a
1: bathtub yeah. and just roll around in First, it. First, I would do that.
0: Yeah, do something stupid with it oh. where you're like, why not? Just put it in like a briefcase for Yeah, I fun. want to see a monta- montage of just ha-
1: having fun with money. $25,000 is not like going to the park. I don't know. It's not... With well, a bag of money. it might
0: fill up a briefcase. Wait, how much? Twenty five thousand. If you all singles, even with hundreds, yeah, all, yeah, you'd have to have like singles or fives. I would do all singles. But that's why they changed. Or fives. Yeah. Well. Well. So, like, remember, like, <laughs> I don't know why fives is funnier. I think it was, was it after? It might have been after <laughs> Prohibition because it used to be all have thousand dollar bills until it was like, what? Yeah, they used to have thousand dollar bills in currency. They get rid of who is on it. Hmm? Who's on the thousand dollar bill? Good question. Let's look it up. All right, Good keep question. talking. I'm gonna look it up. Um I wanna say I don't know. Never mind. Um, but anyway. Harriet Tubman. No. India just did this as well. Okay? okay? The the reason is you don't want currency that has a giant value to it because if you do I could put twenty million dollars in a book bag and just walk around. But if you reduce it so that the biggest denomination is a hundred dollars, there's only so much money that you can carry on yourself as a person. Grover Cleveland, Grover Cleveland, was on the thousand dollar bill? You could even get ten thousand dollar notes. They weren't like, they were, they were uh, actually. I think it, it might have been was it Garfield? That, no, he's on the fifty, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they had like ten thousand dollar notes too, and they were like necessarily something you go to a store and expect to get changed for, but they were more of like a CD. Anyway, <clears throat> recently India did this as well. They changed. The denomination where they uh, reduced all the larger currencies because it was they were having major issues with uh, the black market and people not paying taxes on money. So they were having issues with the black market. Yeah, well, only like ninety is <laughs> like ninety five percent of India's economy is cash and they don't even pay taxes. So like, <laughs> so the people that pay taxes in India are just the like the super rich, and so the only way that you can get around it is that you could get denominations and giant denominations and you could have millions of dollars and just pass stuff through as cash and through the market and nobody could ever trace it It it's just like impossible so they finally cut all the large denominations out the only problem was they only let people like redeem so much money at certain times certain parts of the day and literally like every person in India keeps their money like their life savings underneath their mattress like it's no joke they literally do that's crazy so when they were like you need to get rid of these bills because we're not going to honor them anymore. Yeah. Come to the bank, cash in this $1,000 bill, and you got to get you know hundreds or 20s. So they did that. They would wait in line for like three, four hours. Then they get to the bank. They were like, we're out of money today. Oh. And so then then it was illegal to spend the denominator. So these people would be like, I can't buy groceries. And then they don't have credit cards. They don't have debit cards. They don't have bank accounts. So you have thousands, tens of thousands of dollars of money that you can't spend, and only if the government has the ability to give you that change. And it was a huge issue for weeks. That's crazy. When was this? This was just last year. This was Uh, maybe, this was like October, November last year. Also, side note,
1: Ulysses S. Grant is on the 50
0: Ulysses S. Grant. But
1: that's how how crazy just money and currency is, just in general, since the dawn of time. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how much control. It's just paper.
0: It's well it is. And that's why like we well, we were on the gold standard for the longest time. Yeah. Until Nixon took well, us off. Well, so what would you invest in? But would we invest for this. Yeah. I mean, it could be anything though. You'd have so much if you're just saying, let's let's have let's have fun. Do the stock market, right? Yeah. I would probably or I would just like I'd find like somebody who wanted to like open up a good like pizza shop or bar. So oh, I could just give them right. money and then I could just show up be and just an investor. like investor. And you just say things I don't want to do
1: it I don't like that vent there Yeah I mean I would just give them the
0: money And then I'd show up and be like I want to get my free pizza And stuff like that Just something fun Let's say God came down Mm -hmm.
1: And was like Hey I have a guy with a gun In the other room (laughs) Go to the stock market And invest in In three things What would What would the three things be?
0: Do you believe in God?
1: No (laughs)
0: But I was for this I was wishing that you would say yeah I go to yeah, church every week I go to church every week <laughs> we go to the national the National Church of yeah. God with gun I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> and on the on the seventh day God brought his
1: friend over Carl who has and a on gun on the seventh day God bought a gun.
0: no what three things three things for uh three things what now you would invest in on the stock market if god not companies if god stuck a gun to my head and said you gotta invest in three (laughs) things uh Uh, okay i would say solar just solar in general just solar power can you do that You just said not specific companies. You said what I invested in in the stock market, not a company. But so what do you want me to fucking invest in? That's fair. You're You're right. You're right. You're right. You're saying commodities. So one solar, fifty on solar. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. They used to be like pork, pork belly, pork belly, pork belly. Could you imagine some pork belly? Some fucking asshole in a mustard in a mustard trench suit going down to the Chicago board. And just saying, yelling, buying pork belly. It's what, like, a, what a ridiculous job that is! Pixar,
1: Google, yeah. Google, Amazon, pork
0: belly, pork belly, pork, pork belly, belly, pork, pork belly. belly. And then they they get done working at three thirty and just do a ton of fucking cocaine. <laughs> and they're like, and that's it. Made a lot of money in that pork belly yeah, today. Man, did I make a lot of money. Or some of those guys walk out. They're like, I man, deserve I this just. line of cocaine. But they're kind of like Elon Musk. They walk in and out every day. They're like, man, I just made twenty grand. Man, I just lost thirty five thousand. Yeah. Like he's got to live with it. Okay, so solar. Okay, so solar, solar, yeah, uh, yeah, I would say uh, energy for sure, like, f- like, uh, electricity, just electricity in general. Yeah. I would, I would say like solar, wind, renewable for sure.
1: Yeah, you're just doing the elements: fire, water, <laughs> yeah, Earth, Captain America, <laughs> Captain Planet, <laughs> or Captain Planet. Yeah, I want to invest in Earth. I would invest in dogs like dog dogs? collars dog collars yeah why toilet paper toilet because paper. when are you not gonna want toilet paper
0: that's the biggest problem though it's not that if you need it like it's not that you'll never need it then it's like gonna stay stagnant when are we gonna have a spike oh, that we so that's need a, that's it? a safe okay you know what i mean yeah but okay but energy we always have it that's steady right but we need like you gotta look into the f- if you're doing an investment, All right, let me you're try investing again. for the future. Let me
1: try again. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say Jesus. I'm gonna say
0: cereal. Cereal. This is why this is honestly God why we're here right now.
1: Pork belly, pork belly. Three pork things belly. you
0: would invest in cereal dog collars dog collars toilet paper. and toilet paper. You always need them. You always, always need them. Always Never going to run out of that. That's not how investments work. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's our advice. Don't follow my lead on investments. All right. Well, great. Okay, uh, moving on. We have a segment of the show we do every week called The Next Great Idea. Yeah. And we did bathroom um, last time. We did. Steve did his Minority Report bathroom. Yep. I did my clothing line that was influenced by the teachings of Jesus Christ. It wasn't a Christian clothing oh, yeah. line. Yeah, it yeah. was just it was one. based on Jesus's writings that yeah. we would design the clothes. Okay. Um so this week I have one that's actually and uh, like seriously this is a thing that I do um but this is a thing that uh that I that I get a lot of shit for too. Oh. So I am an avid vermicomposter. Okay. Okay. Which, Vermin? Verma, vermi, ah. vermi composting. Okay, so what it means is I have thousands of of worms. Yeah, I've seen this at my house, yeah. and they eat my trash. Yeah, and so I just I, I it seems to me mm-hmm. that if we can, if we're gonna privatize, um, you know, we pri- we're privatizing a lot of things nowadays. Like right, the United States Postal Office post post office will be gone. Probably in ten years, I would say it's going to be you know just UPS, FedEx, Sure. Google's going to be delivering their own stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Amazon. Gonna, it's just going to get phased out. Amazon Prime. Out. Yeah, um, there's going to be like we're going to have these sort of unspoken public-private organization PPOs, right? Okay, that happen. <clears throat> uh, but I think it's going to you know it's getting to trash, and that's what's happening right now with the city. They're already hiring mercenary garbage trucks like waste management and they do recycling and things like, we're never really sure where it goes, but there's no reason that we couldn't also create a vermicomposting uh, structure within the city. So we could could essentially have giant worm farms Uh that we would house outside of the city of Chicago, okay? We will collect all of, all your yard waste all of your food waste. It all goes in one bin. We'll collect it. We'll turn it into vermicompost, which is the most nutrient-rich compost that you can get. Uh We can develop a worm tea, which is a process in which you take the compost, the vermicompost, and brew it with (sighs) the addition of filtrated water, Uh molasses, and oxygen. All right. And with that, and and what is billions it? of microorganisms grow within the liquid. And what you can do is spray it on everything. Uh-huh. And what it does, it adds so much organic material. It will revitalize all of Chicago's park districts, any lands that have been uh, polluted, that have become gray zones, brown zones in the city. And what not, are gray zones and brown zones? It's a so there's a there's two different things, right? Looking from a real estate standpoint, if you're looking at like a brown zone, you're looking at an area that's p- perhaps like around an industrial zone. There's just nothing there. If you go down like South Side, like around Little Village, Pilsen area, you see a lot of empty lots with fences. Those are like brown zones. So, so why haven't they done this? Uh, well, first off, I don't even think they got recycling right in Chicago. I don't think they recycle. I don't. I'm not 100 like sure they there's do. There's a couple times I've seen the trashmen. The garbage men put the blue bins in the back of the garbage truck. I've definitely seen. I've definitely seen recycling trucks just <laughs> dumping trash bins into them. They're like dudes. I've seen that for sure. <laughs> just lazy ass motherfuckers. This brings <laughs> me though. When I first moved to Chicago, um, there there was not like an established recycling program, like in terms of bins. There were some. What year was this? Two thousand six. Okay. They didn't have, they had some bins, but it wasn't in every neighborhood. And I lived on the south side, and what they did have was a blue bag program. Uh And so the theory now, this is just insane that this would ever even be something that people would believe Uh was that you'd have to go to a grocery store or a like Home Depot or something like that. You buy these blue bags, you put all your recycling in it. And then you would just put it into your trash can. And then what they would do is they'd pick up your trash, uh-huh. all the trash would go to a sorting facility uh-huh. where they would dump out the entire dump truck, and then they had people that were picking the blue bags out no. and putting them into a recycling container, no. and the rest of the garbage would just go into another truck that would take it to a landfill. This is like some Willy Wonka Impossible, shit right here. <laughs> And then it's like oompa Loompas. There's like, why
1: would they ever do that? Wait. Why, like, how is that the best system? How is that a good system? Let to me ask recycle? you something. What would you rather be, a chicken slaughterer or a blue bag picker?
0: Oh man,
1: I think a blue mm. bag picker. I, I think you, I think you've come across some cool things. No, a lot of a lot of diapers, a lot of shit. A lot if of I was shit, a chicken slaughterer,
0: I would. I think I'd be more upset at like chickens. And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, fuck chickens. But if I was like going through people's trash all the time, I get really resentful towards oh. people. I'd be like, why are you throwing like stop throwing stuff why are you away? Throwing like this why? Way? I, I, and then you have to deal with their mm. downstream. You know what I mean? I'm dealing with like Piss. all, all the shit that you're like everything's rolling downhill, right? Yeah.
1: So. So you'd rather
0: be a chicken slaughterer. I think so.
1: Okay, let's go back. We we went on a tangent. So you so this this whole vermin composting. But there's an economy
0: behind it, right? Because what we could do uh-huh. is we pay you for your your yard waste. We pay you by pound. Give us your organic material. We'll pay you. We'll yeah. pay you for it, and in turn, we work with the city hand in hand. Because we're going to be like, look, we're going to eliminate this much trash through your method, uh-huh. through the numbers. We would essentially get a grant from the city that would could be 70% of what that co- overhead cost would be if they would have had to move that trash. Yeah. They pay that to us, and we just get rid of that yard waste and food waste and all of that leaves the landfills. We then process that. And then sell it back to the city again as fertilizers and as like shelf shelf stable worm teas and vermicompost that yeah. people can use. This is a good think tank. I think it could work. I think someone's going to listen to this. and I think start this a could actually project. work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Who's that? You yeah. have a you have a buddy who does comp- composting in an interesting way. Do
0: I? Yeah. The when we went camping in the woods. Oh, you mean with toilets? Yeah. How he has, like, compostable toilets. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Because, like, it's funny when you're in an outhouse and doing it, you know? But it's another thing when you're in somebody's home and they have it. Because he has it, like, inside is, like, their home, too, has them. And you're just like, I don't know. Like, I'll shit in a bucket in the (laughs) woods. But if I'm in your house and I, like. Wait, he has it in his house? Yeah. Like, at home? Well. Outside of the woods? It's like their uh, other home they have. What do they do with
1: it? Cause you can't put it on food or plant. you gotta
0: like basically seal up that bucket and just let it sit for like three years. And then you can like, at that point, it's, it's exhausting. There's like not any more pathogens in it that you can actually compost it, but you can't just like, you can't, you still can't put that shit on tomatoes. Not a no, but you would, you would basically let that compost. So the pathogens would, you know, process out of that waste. Enough that you could then mix it with other compost and then work it down more, and then you could put it on. Food. It was the most interesting. It's just never a good idea. It was the most to put hu- it's the just never a good idea to put human waste on food, though. Let's just—that's number one. It was the most interesting bathroom experience of my life. Yeah, especially when it fills up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're it's like, like oh, yeah. Is this
1: gonna be the one that touches my butt?
0: It's like it's like take it's like taking a dump on top of a soft serve chocolate ice cream cone. <laughs> like that's the best way. It is. That's the best way to describe. Like, it might touch me this time. You're like where you, if your butt was like three inches from the top of the curly queue of a Dairy Queen ice cream cone, and you're like pooping on top of it. Uh, yeah. So you can feel you can feel like the velocity of your turd slowing down as it's pressing against like another turd, and you're just like you're kind of like standing up as you get away yeah. from the t- yeah. It's horrible. All right, here's my next right. great idea. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh,
1: <clears throat> now on Instagram, mm-hmm. I've somehow, I'm somehow following a lot of like, do- I like funny dog videos. Okay. Um, like I, I, I just, that's, that's like a guilty pleasure of mine. is like go- going down YouTube rabbit holes of like funny dog videos. Okay. So the algorithm that Instagram has set for me because I've liked so many dog videos, I see a lot of dog stuff and it got me thinking. Like, you get, you get those crazy dog parents who, like, put their dogs in strollers, right, when they're okay. they're so capable of walking, mm-hmm. uh, or they'll, like, dress them up, or they'll, like, you know, they treat them like kids, right? Yeah. Check this out. Okay. A dog resort.
0: They have those.
1: No, 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 but I'm talking about, like, parasailing for dogs. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, spas for dogs. I'm talking about surf lessons
0: for dogs. Are their owners are there. Or oh no? yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, wait, but are the owners parasailing too?
1: Sure, but they're they're probably sure. In the, no, they're in the, yes b- or no. They're in the no. I'll say no. I'll make a decision. Okay. They're in the boat taking, taking pictures. Pictures to put on Instagram. Yeah, because how great would it be to so see a dog So the resort
0: is a way to. It's a resort, but it's also a way to position dogs into situations that would be absolutely advantageous Funny on social media <laughs> on your facebook
1: and you have like you
0: have like like pools. the do- like dogs of instagram resort yeah okay. you
1: you know like uh you know in like the uh, spa resorts where you can like uh swim up to the bar sure that they have those types of pools but the dogs swim up to like bowls of food <laughs> And it's just the nastiest fucking pool. But nobody cares because they're getting good photos for their Instagram. Could you imagine? It just smells like shit. Whoa. It smells like dog shit and piss. Yeah, it's, and still, like- it's
0: still like, at its heart, there's still a place where you got to board them all. So like it's all luxury and then they're like all right let's put everybody to bed for the night and it's just like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like just like, like nights, <laughs> nights there uh, are a fucking
0: it's the worst terror. they yeah. better have a good time during the yeah. day cuz at night it's yeah but each hotel room comes there's a, there's a guard like running his nightstick along the cages <laughs> like walk like just doing a patrol at late night click click, click 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 and and but the dogs get
1: pajamas <laughs>
0: because Mon- it's monogram- a funny photo monogram pajamas yeah mm-hmm. all
1: all of this resort is just built so that human owners can get good photos right so you have to have situ- you know like surfing lessons for dogs <sighs> how cute is wow. that wow
0: yeah but you got to stay ahead of the game too cuz then you're like you're you're creating like the like the the basis of the content for social media because people are gonna be like, ah, I've seen I've seen enough of these dogs surfing now. Like what's the yeah. next thing? No, like, you're right. You gotta be on top it's of Disney it. It's Disney World. It's always mm-hmm. it's always changing. But you gotta you gotta be evolving like yeah. real fast. You
1: get different, you get different So uh, that bar
0: was a good idea, but we're tearing it down next week. Oh yeah. Because it's whatever. What else we've, ar- right? we've already seen it. We've already seen it. Okay. Cool. Great. All right. Well, uh, what do you think, Steve? How, I think we I, learned a lot today. I think, yeah. Um, you know, I think one of the main things that we've learned today, or the one of the things that I've learned today, yeah. is just the idea of window dressing. I mean, okay. that's going to kind of be my yeah. Starting for the with day. the yogurt. Starting with the yogurt, we're talking about the dogs. We're talking about how you're killing chickens. I think it's just the idea of marketing and yeah. how, as you know, as people in this world. Uh, how we're really influenced by by marketers yeah and, and PR. yeah and just the fact that like we're totally not ever focused on the reality of things we're just focused on the perception of things i think i learned uh-huh.
1: the idea of you it you will always fail <laughs> even when you are so successful you can still fail you can be so successful that you fail With the Kodak example, with the Chicago trash bags, and probably eventually with my dog resort idea. Right. It just becomes too popular that dogs will just start killing each other, and it's just a PR nightmare. And you don't want to necessarily
0: be an innovator. You want to just end back to surfing. You want to catch the wave. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, nice. Right?
0: You don't want yeah. You don't want to miss that wake. Uh. Well. Anyway. Well. Thanks for joining us today on Inferior Men. So you can find us on Twitter at Inferior Men. Send us your questions, uh, comments, anything like that to Twitter. We may read it on the air if we like it. Uh. We'll see you next week. And remember, the superior man understands what is right. The inferior man understands what will sell. Well. Good luck. Good luck.